Well, the heat is on in Clearwater. I don't know about here. Has the snow stopped? Looks like the snow finally stopped outside. It's still cold, though. It, it is cold. It's not cold down in Clearwater. It is um, certainly nice that it's here. The Phillies are rolling in today. Pitchers and catchers reporting. But the team might not be done. As uh, Dave Dabrowski, of course, was on the uh, station last week with Takama Ritchie and you know, talked glowingly about the team he has, but did open the door to like, hey, if something falls in our lap. And there's still a lot of good players out there. Jim Salisbury on with Glenn Macknow and Mike Sealski over the weekend. He alluded to the idea the Phillies are not done yet. So I think the Phillies are still going to do something. Long, long way of saying that. I still think they're in on, I mean, they're, I think they're more than interested bystanders on Jordan Montgomery, uh, depending on where his market goes. And um, with, I, they've been looking for outfielder uh, versatility, bench steps, whatever you want to call it, um, for a while. And there's a bunch of those guys. And I really expect them to, to bring in another position guy, right-handed bat type that, that can help maybe all over the diamond maybe in left field, and I think the surgery with Marsh, though not serious, maybe um, heightens that need. So I, Whit Merrifield is a name I'd keep an eye on, former Blue Jay and Royal. He, he fits kind of that bill that Salisbury saw out there. But the big name, Hugh, Jordan Montgomery, if that name keeps being attached to the Phillies. Yeah, it looks like that's the guy that they've kind of um, zeroed in on that, who they would want to get to help make this team better. So hopefully, hopefully that is the case. Uh, well, as long as he's out there, it, it's very intrigued to me. Though Everyone keeps saying probably the Rangers, but – they everyone said that for three months, and for some reason he's not a Texas Ranger. I mean, p- pitchers need to get into camp before position players. We saw this with Bryce Harper, you know, five years ago. Now, their feet wet, right? Yeah, I mean, Bryce could, you know, or any position player could get there with three or four weeks to go, and they'll, they'll be fine for opening day. A starting pitcher's got to rev that arm up. So this Montgomery thing could heat up pretty quickly here as everyone gets into camp. You know, it wasn't just Jim Salisbury though. Robert Murray, Baseball Insiders podcast. Listen to this talking about the Phillies and everyone wondering: Is it Jordan Montgomery? If you look at the Philadelphia Phillies, they obviously ended up getting Aaron Nola almost immediately at the start of the offseason, re-signed him, and then they were pretty quiet. They were pretty competitive in the bidding uh, for Yamamoto, and Dave Dombrowski even confirmed as much recently with, I can't remember what interview he did, but he confirmed it. And like clearly they have money to spend. And you look at some of these guys that are still out in the market, I mean, it makes sense if there's an opportunity to pounce, like I think a, a Montgomery on a short-term deal could make sense. A Bellinger type could make sense, although Dombrowski kind of said that they didn't have much playing time for an outfielder, so he kind of threw some cold water on that possibility. Um, but clearly, like they they have the ability to spend, as evidenced by the Yamamoto pursuit. And I also think a, t- a position that they can end up trying to pursue here is a closer spot. And I know there's been plenty of Kenley Jensen smoke so Hugh, I mean, him saying there that they he mentioned closer, he mentioned outfielder, he mentioned starting pitcher. It feels like everyone around baseball thinks the Phillies are going to do one more thing. It's just a matter of when does it happen here. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case because you still have to, to worry about you know some of the out the outfit who's the Rojas we were talking about earlier, and if he's going to be a guy that you can depend on on a day to day basis. And it would be nice to have another arm in that, that rotation. It reminds me of the, when they signed Nick Castellanos a few years ago. I think that was after the lockout, so everything was you know, kind of condensed for the season. But the story went that they didn't think they were going to add more. Right? They got uh, That was Kyle Schwarber offseason. They thought they were just going to get Schwarber. He was the big bat. And then Castellanos is just without a team, like with three weeks to go in the season. Castellanos. In the offseason, yeah. Castellanos ended up here because Dave Dombrowski went up to John Middleton and was like, this guy's still a free agent this guy would make us better. 
And I I would not be surprised if we get a story like that in two weeks, whether it be Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, that Dombrowski goes to goes to John Middleton and says, hey, I, this is an opportunity just sitting here for us. we yeah, got to do this. And it's also a fluid situation. When you get into training camp and everything, spring training, then you start to see where you might be a little bit deficient at yep. or, or see where guys aren't developing the way that you thought they might be developing. And then injuries and, are going to happen. Yes, and then you, then you add a bat or uh, arm that way. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is these guys might now be waiting for an injury to happen. I mean, no one wants to, like, admit that, but if I'm, if I'm Scott Boris, I'm like, hey, let's just hold on a few more weeks. Someone's going to get hurt, and that team gets desperate, and then we get our deal. I have a theory on how we can help Dave Dombrowski become aware of Jordan Montgomery and his availability. Okay. We, we have to put it in the newspaper. Oh, he did mention that he saw what he— it was a Castellanos. It's like I saw in the paper that Castellanos was a free agent. I love Dave Dombrowski. I love how old school he talks. It it made me like scratch my head though. Is he still reading the newspaper? So we need to put in a huge headline in the Philly Inquirer: Montgomery Bellinger still available. Now I read the Inquirer too. I just read it on my phone. I mean, I think a lot of us do, right? Like we read it. It's just a matter of I'm imagining Dombrowski now at paper. breakfast. You mean like, like yeah? His it's paper. Some, it's some people that still read the paper. Yeah, I used There's to some every day in circulation. until I realized like why am I paying for the paper every day when I can just. Read up onto my phone. Back, trees, back in the Joe. day, man, paper route used to be like the biggest come up. Like the more, oh, yeah. more houses you had to throw paper. I did one of those. Yeah, I did that. You were a paper a boy? I was a paper boy. Yeah. I used to enjoy waking up in the morning and going out and getting the newspaper, like in front of the door, you know, wherever the paper boy would throw it. Those are little things from back in the day. They're, they're gone now. 215-592-9494. That interview, of course, there was referenced there that when the one guy was like, it was, did an interview last week. I forget where. That was here. It was WIP. It was... It was the camera of Richie, and it was a great interview. I will crush your face. 215-592-9494. John, well, John Richie, when he left here today, he said he was going sledding. I think John's still sledding right now? With his kids, I think. I'm assuming that's what he was talking about. I don't know if there's enough snow on the ground anymore. Well, he was very excited. He said he was buying a new sled on his way home. I hope it all worked out for for John. Yeah, I really do. All right, let's go to Bear, who's in Orlando. What's up, Bear? Hey, gentlemen, it is a beautiful day down here in Mickey Mouse's front yard, man. It's Any sledding down there or no? No. no. It's going up to 75, sun's out. I'm Woo. sitting out back by the pool. You guys need to come down and visit, man. But I will tell you, there's one little dark cloud out there. I think that's because Howard's coming into town. That's definitely why there's a dark cloud. Is. So we are coming to visit. Not Orlando, but we'll be in Clearwater uh, around March 20th. We'll be there. I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Um, I was calling in to talk to you guys about the Super Bowl in the homes real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at that last drive, I turned to my wife and everybody else and I said, look, this is why you pay somebody $50 million a year. Um, go drive the field, get the win, get the game, and it's basically a lock. But my thing is, nobody's, nobody's my homes. But, you know, Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Peyton, that whole orbit. I got to ask you guys, in your heart of hearts, do you think that Hertz is that guy? And number two is, are we doomed just to be a perennial contender and not a champion as long as we have Hertz? It's a whole lot to digest. One, yeah. Uh, so, Bear, my heart of hearts, I don't think Hertz is in that class. No, nah, that doesn't mean he's bad. I think he's really it, good. He doesn't have to be. Yeah. Well, and that's part of it, too. He doesn't have to. But no, Bear, I don't. When I watch Mahomes play and I think of the other greats in the past, I don't think of Jalen like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing that, that got me is just watching it. I'm like, we didn't get a chance a year ago to see in that situation what, what the man would have done. And I know we all would give our right arm to see that and see what he would have done to drive the field. Could he have gotten us to win? Could he have gotten us 
the bowl. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know, man. I don't know. Looking at, at putting last year and this year together, it just seems like we're going to get there sometimes, hopefully. But are we going to get another trophy? I don't know. I, Bear, I don't, I don't know. know either. I mean, if you asked me a year ago, are the Eagles going to win one with Jalen? I would have said absolutely. And, Bear, we appreciate it. Enjoy the sun. Now I, I, don't, I wouldn't say they're not going to win with Jalen, but it feels more – Hugh, it feels more up in the air. Like, you could sell me either way the next 10 years, that, or let's go five. Mm-hmm. Will they win a Super Bowl with Jalen? A year ago, I would have said yes. I believe they and can. And today I say maybe. I believe they can. I think that when you look at the effort that was given yesterday, well, the other day, by the San Francisco 49ers, that was a Super Bowl winning effort. It was. It was just the, the, the last drive. You know, now you just do things differently. The one thing that you would always know, if you ever played Tom Brady during the regular season or, or any time, is that – you try to give him the least amount of time on the clock as you possibly can because the more time you give him, mm-hmm. the more time he's going to have to win that game. Now, let me ask you this question. If that, if that muffed fumble doesn't happen, do you really think that Patrick Mahomes against that defense and the way that they were playing was going to drive the length of the field in a minute and 30 seconds? Do you think that was going to happen? No, I think the Niners win if not for that play. Yes, and that's, that's what happened. There was a breakdown. One one mistake was made that cost them that Super Bowl because that whole game, that three points was enough to win that game. There's no doubt in my mind because you're asking yourself, everybody was asking yourself, Kansas City Chiefs fan, can they drive the length of the field in the time allotted? To and and they were it was a couple times they were in third and in one third and short where it looked like if they just got one stop, this game was over. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where it, it just didn't bounce your way that time. Yeah, and to the question our last caller had about Jalen and winning a Super Bowl, there's, a, there's another element to it now. Like it used, sometimes it's just like, do you think this quarterback's good enough to win the Super Bowl? And my answer to that would be Jalen is good enough to win the Super Bowl. But to go back to the comp about Michael Jordan, like, you know, a lot of players were good enough to win NBA titles in the 90s. They ran into Michael Jordan. Like, obviously, Josh Allen's good enough to win a Super Bowl. He is, but he keeps running into Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts last year was good enough to win a Super Bowl. He ran into Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Ewing or Reggie Miller or Carl Malone or John Stockton, they were all good enough to win NBA championships. They ran into Michael Jordan. So will, will Jalen get one? He might. Are they going to play the Chiefs? Then they're probably not going to win the game. I mean, that's just that's the reality of the league right now. That's just that's kind of the way yeah, it is. Patrick Mahomes, that dude. He is that too. Twitter- How many would Manning have if Brady went around? Right. I mean, again, that's a great point. I mean, Manning probably would have made, what, two or three more Super Bowls during the 2000s? 03, 04, their offense was scoring like 35 points a game, and they couldn't beat him in the playoffs. Him and, him and Belichick, obviously. Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation, PIDentalCenter.com. We, are, we got a lot today. Are the Eagles Super Bowl contenders next season without Hassan Reddick? 67% say no. So people are pretty pessimistic on the idea of them winning next year without Reddick. Who thinks they can? And then a couple other ones. One off Reddick, one off Mahomes. Would you trade Hassan Reddick for a second-round pick? 67% say no. I, th- I think that's pretty interesting. They're with Kyle on this one. My, my thing is, I think that's his value, though. I don't think they're getting more than a second. For yeah, him. he's a 29-year-old pass rusher. And, like, it, it's, it's going to be a tough market for them to get any more than that. I mean, he's still a productive guy. No yeah. question about that. But I think it would be tougher to get it. Khalil done. Mack went from the Bears to the Chargers for a 2 and a 5. That feels like the most similar. Yeah. And I think Mack was a little better. Didn't but he have yeah. three years left on his deal, too? Or did he, they have to pay him? I have to look if the Chargers had to pay him. 
But oh, no, that's I was thinking a similar of to the deal. Bears. I think he was. So I think the Chargers paid him, and then or whatever, whichever the stop was before this last one. The Bears was the one that paid him. Yeah. yeah. So they traded the contract yes. to the Chargers. Yeah. And then our final poll today is Patrick Mahomes, the best football player you've ever seen. 36% yes, 64% no. I think it's pretty telling. 36% are already willing to say yes. He's only six years into this thing. That's- yeah, he's a beast. He's definitely a beast. And, and, and you'd be foolish to think that he's not going to be in a couple more Super Bowls before he's done. At least. I agree with that. Brian at Clifton Heights. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. What's going on? What's hey, up, Brian. What's up, buddy? So I just want to talk a little bit about the Eagles, and I got a comment about Mahomes at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, how he knew what was what he was doing a couple years ago, it just didn't pan out. You know, he knew that there was a four-year window, you know, with Jalen on the rookie contract for a couple years, and then he's making a little money in the first two years. He knew that Kelsey maybe won two good years left, Lane Johnson won two good years left. They would get a couple out of Cox and Graham. But I think where, he, where it all went downhill – was Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, and then giving Bradbury this little contract until these young corners came around. I don't think Jordan Davis is is going to pan out. I just don't. And and you know and you know and then Nicobe Dean, they were really banking on him to make plays at the linebacker position. And then you know this wouldn't sting as much with Hassan Reddick if these guys came to play, if you know what I'm saying. I, well, Brian, that's a part of it. Yeah, I mean, the, the last couple drafts, they've, they've drafted all these Georgia kids. And other than Jalen Carter, so far, they don't look like big-time players yet. Now, they might turn out to be, but it would change the way we feel about this if it's like, wow, N'Kobe Dean's a pro bowler or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, this, I think this would have happened regardless. You know what I'm saying? I think this would have happened. He knew this was going to happen because – Raddick's not going to go into his last year of his deal, you know, happy. Mm-hmm. You know, just like A.J. Brown, he's not going to go into a deal. And Devontae Smith, like, they knew that road was coming with Smith and Brown as well. You can't pay everybody, but it just hurts a little more because how he made mistakes. It looks like he made mistakes with drafting and giving Bradbury this money. So it's all, like, you know, all in now. It's, like, all... You know, it's snowballing because of their mistakes, you know? It has. Well, and now the, now the question is, and I and we're going to start finding it out the next few weeks what he does. Like, where does he think they are in this window now? Is he going to keep adding, or is he going to try to reset this thing and we build for 2025 instead of 2024? I don't know yet. Yeah, and you're right. You know, these, these guys, they drafted from Georgia. That's the key. That's the key. You know, they need these guys to play. If they don't play, you're right. It's, it's over, you know what I mean? Because – the way Nick, the way they like to play defense, Joe, you know it. They like to let these guys go down the field 12, 15 plays. And if Jordan Davis is out of shape, you know, by week twelve, he's done. <laughs> yeah, and, and last year I thought he played bet. I thought he played pretty well the first twelve weeks or so. But that the end, whether he's out there of shape go. or gas, it was bad. Brian. Yeah, what do you think off. about Mahomes? You know, you know, you know. I think he is right now, hands down, the best quarterback. But I still got to put Tom in there. But you know, if you look at Tom Brady's Super Bowls and some of Mahomes' Super Bowls, they won on defense about three Super Bowls. I mean, it's hard to say. The NFL is, is a team sport. And, you know, they beat the best show on turf with Brady with, with their defense. They won another Super Bowl 13-3. to mm-hmm. The second half of the Baltimore game, Kansas City didn't score a point. Their defense won that game. The first half of the Super Bowl this year, you know, uh, they didn't score a touchdown. Their defense kept them in the game. So there's a lot more to it than, you know, which I'm getting at is it's the big red 
maybe the big red uh, Patrick Mahomes combination is the best you'll ever see, is what I'm trying to get at. And with the Spagnola, you need it all. But, you know, you know, I still got to put Tom Brady at the head of the class because, you know, he just did it. He didn't get hurt. You know what I mean? He just played every year. He didn't get hurt. And he just performed until the year he almost retired. Yeah, so. his longevity is, is remarkable. He never got hurt. Yep. Well, one year. Just one. Okay. One year. One year. Yeah, one he had year. the knee injury. Brian, we appreciate it, right? It was 08. He tore his knee the first game of the season. Yeah. But it was pretty amazing that he played until his 40s yeah. at that level. Pretty durable cat, no question. That's the one thing I, I, I can't imagine Mahomes does that, or anybody, right? It's just like, how could you project anyone to play until they're 45? It's just rare what Brady Quarterbacks can probably do that. I think Patrick can play that, that long. I think he could probably play that long. Well, if he so plays long that hand. long, could you imagine his numbers by the end? Because there's an extra game every year now, and he already has better stats early in his career than Brady. He might throw for 100,000 yards in his career. Bananas. Like, how many touchdowns does Brady have? 500, 600? I mean, seriously, like, I, they sound like make-believe numbers. Mahomes might end up with 100,000 passing yards and it 750. It when you, when you say it, though. 750 touchdowns or yeah, whatever. It, it, it sound, definitely sounds make-believe. It does, say, but if you play 20 years and you, you rack up 17 games a year, it's a lot. George in Doylestown. What's up, George? What's happening, John? Bad, not bad. Just trying to stay safe. And, stay safe and... Uh, Dry out here. Uh, so, Reddick, I wouldn't trade him unless it was for Patrick Sertain. Oh, do we find a Patrick Sertain trade we all like? What do you think? Reddick for Sertain? I'm in. Uh, George, I'd do that one. Yeah, I would have to agree. Maybe a fourth or, uh, you know, a comp pick or something along those lines. But, yeah, I'd definitely get that job done. I mean, we were trying to trade AJ for him for, uh, what, about a week ago? Uh, we were doing that a week ago. Yeah, we were trading picks for him. The Reddick for Sertain. I like this. I like that we're going to trade everything we could find for Patrick Sertain. George, it's a good phone call. Appreciate it. Here's my thing. Why would the Broncos do that one, though? I don't think they would. No, I don't think they would either. No, I don't think that's They're not that close that to winning. That dog is not going to hunt. He, one guy's 23, one guy's 29. I feel like the Eagles would have to throw back a pick. Well, I'll do you one better. What? No, what? Why would the Eagles do this? No, it, to, to make the deal work. For the, for the money, you mean? No, no, just to make the, the Broncos agree. One guy's 29 and wants money. One guy's 23. What? Hassan Riddick is an edge rusher. They're just way more valuable than, than a corner. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Why did, Why are edge rushers paid so much more but, money okay. than cornerbacks? I agree. More valuable. The, 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 top, like a house the top edge rusher is. But Hassan Riddick, we've already been shown now multiple times, no one views him that way. He's How not a— you, What? What? He's what not a— but the league's told us he's not a thirty million. He's not a thirty million dollar pass. Well, not yet, House Joe. He's, 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 he hasn't hit the market yet. Do you what think do you mean? he's, he's going to get that? Do you think he's going to get that in his next contract? I, he might. Mm. I mean, uh, all right, I'm going to make not, you. Not, yeah, I'm going to make you. Not thirty million, but dude, he's going to get like top five pass rusher money. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to. I'll make you a, a, a guess here. Patrick Sertain's next deal, average per year, is going to be more than Sunrise. Right? There is like zero chance. All right, zero. That's a, we got to put something That's on this. That maybe the most on insane thing I've ever heard. I think Sertain's going to get about twenty-five to twenty-seven million a year. Hell no. And I think uh, Reddick will get about twenty-one or twenty-two. No. All right. I mean, it's just not happening. What do you think, Hugh? Who's gonna, who gets paid more in the next deal? Oh, Patrick Sertain. See, I got Hugh on my side here. He no, was think, a pass yeah, 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 he has been off all day, so let's <laughs> not make No, it. I'm telling you, I've been getting ridiculed by everybody <laughs> about my take on this one. I just, I'm, I'm just looking at it logically. I'm, I'm believing in this coaching staff and development of young players, man. I'm riding with the well, young cat. In fairness to you, you are the only defensive end on the show. I know. He, of, all the, <laughs> of all the debates we've had, this is the one that probably hits the most home for Hugh, he at one point he was. And we're telling no, you, but, but you know what's funny? But I, I like I like the fact that Kyle would look me dead in my face, and I would tell him something, and he'd be like, "Nah, 
That's not it. He's an idiot. <laughs> you are wrong on that. No, and that's that's what that's what we do on a day to day basis. Hell, I go in there and talk to Ike a, a couple times. He tell me I'm wrong too. I mean, it's cool. It's it's we all have our opinions we about do. this, and I feel strongly. It is fun about this so much that I hit this. This ain't even wood. What is this? Uh, I don't know what that is. I hit the table. You hit the table. You know what? You know who I know is not wrong, or maybe sometimes he is, but it's funny no, ma- no matter what. That's our guy Joe Conklin. Listen to the latest here. As uh, this aside, Andy Reid, we rarely get to hear. All right, injuries, uh, a lot of bruised egos here in Philly from people who wanted to run me out of town. I'm here today to gloat. I just won my third Super Bowl in five years, damn it. Go ahead and use the word dynasty all you want. Imperial royalty, supremacy. I take full responsibility. This is all me. Hey, hey, all you Eagles fans that wanted to get rid of me, I come back here to shove it in your face. I told you suckers I'd do a better job, and look at that. I did. It just wasn't here. (laughs) I have a vivid memory of the Fire Andy chants. I still have the audio. I saved it on my phone. I play it for motivation. Here, listen to this. Remember that? Jeffrey got a new yacht, and I got my third Super Bowl trophy. Andy, why was it different in Kansas City? Come on, Les, clean your ears out. I told you, it's just me, my brilliance. I really do amaze myself sometimes. Go ahead, Howard. So you came back just to point out to all these dopes what a genius you are? Yeah, I still love you, Howard. You're the only one that had any sense around here. Yeah, yeah, Hey, and your son, too. Where's that Spike Eskin? The author of Andy Reid Appreciation Day. What a genius. Oh, here's another piece of audio I keep on my phone. Nick Sirianni heckling our beloved Chiefs fans. Hey, Nick, the Chiefs fans wanted me to invite you to the parade there. I know you got time. They took away all your responsibility. And where's that Joe Conklin guy? That wrinkled up, bald-headed loser. He and his daughter made a lot of hay out of singing that song, Never Gonna Win With Andy. Well, I got the real Taylor Swift on my team now, and we're doing nothing but winning. Man of a thousand voices. Still waiting for him to say something funny in one of them. Coach, Coach, how were you able to refine your time management skills in KC? Hey, you know what? Manage this. We won the Super Bowl, and I still had two timeouts left. That's about it, guys. Uh, in the words of the great Allen Iverson, F*** all y'all. Time's mine. How about that? A boastful Andy. We never, we never, I, the boastful Andy is a rare Andy. Of course, JoeConklin.com. I enjoyed that. Joe Wild, I think my favorite part was him ripping Sirianni there. Time on his hands. <laughs> well, yeah, because he, he ain't got nothing to do. That's, that's kind of cold-blooded, though. I, I did see that video floating around yesterday that when Sirianni was heckling the crowd out in Kansas City. Yeah, that, that people played it. Yeah, it didn't age well. Did so not age it well. It did not. But usually stuff like that does it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. 215-592-9494. All right, we'll talk to Howard if he ever decides to get So you're retired now, right? Still figuring it out. Okay, so what has to happen for you to play next season? Um, I think if I still want to play, I'm going to play. I think, you know, right now we're not far enough away from the last game. It's emotional. It's a long season. We ended the season, quite frankly, awful. You know that as a best fan. And um, so I'm just going to take some time, rest, recoup, and then figure it out. Still hasn't made a decision. Yeah, I haven't seen any rest or recuperating either. I've seen a lot of 
Oh, no, he's been partying like he, he's a youngster. Yeah, he's playing poker. He's yeah. uh, his shirt off and drunk at a game. He's at the Super Bowl. He's wearing all sorts of outfits. Wild yeah. Out. yeah. Jason, he's living his best life. Jason Kelsey, of course, there hasn't made a decision. Well, tomorrow is your chance to help him with this decision. We're having a big day tomorrow. It's not just Valentine's Day, but it's Convince Kelsey Day here on WIP. So we have a special voicemail you could call, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get these over to Jason Kelsey. I mean, this happened, obviously, a different situation last year and obviously a more serious one. But when Charlie Manuel last year was ill, we had the Charlie Manuel uh, voicemail line. And, and those got to him, and he was able to hear those. So this is your chance to convince Kelsey. This. So the voicemail line is 267-965-2595. That's the phone number for our special Convince Kelsey Day voicemail line. Make your pitch to Jason Kelsey to get him come to get him to come back to the Eagles next season. We'll do that tomorrow here on WIP. It's, it's going to be a fun day as people try to um, you know, profess their love and get Kelsey to come back. And Hugh, when, when we get towards you know, closer and closer to free agency, which is about you know, 20-something days away now, the Kelsey thing is, is huge. Like I'm sure they're giving him time, Hugh, to make his decision, right? to, to kind of decompress and figure this out. But the Eagles need to know when, when free agency opens. Do they have 15 extra million dollars to spend on other players, or are they going to earmark that again for Jason? So it's that weird thing where I'm sure they're telling him, take your time, but at some point, Howie's going to be like, I, I got to know. Are you in? Or yeah, and I'm pretty sure that he's going to do it in a timely fashion. I agree. You know what I mean? Because, you know, free agency doesn't start for a couple about a month. We, yeah. we agreed to that about a month. Yep. So you got about a month to figure it out. Yeah, he's going to hang out with his family. He's going to, uh, you know, drink some beer and weigh his options. I mean, he's in a great spot. Like, whatever he do, he does, decides to do, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people would love for him to come back and play. But, you know, this is a decision that him and his wife are going to have to make, and they're going to have to be comfortable with it. He might get the itch if he decides to go to TV. He might get, get that itch in the, in, the, in the season. But, you know, it has to be one of those decisions that you have to be comfortable when you make it. Yeah, and, and the way I, I view it is that TV stuff's not going anywhere. His, his star is not going to fall. If he still wants to play, he can do that a year from now. But once you stop playing, it's very it's hard to come yeah, back. It's, it's a wrap. Yeah, I mean, it's some your mindset changes. Yeah, and of course, and yeah, I just think it's it's hard for guys to physically do it too. But you take a year off or half a year to come back. So tomorrow, convince Kelsey Day here on WIP. Let's go to the phone lines here. Dave is in Haddon Heights. Hey, Dave. Hi, hey, Dave. How you doing? Good, Dave. What's up? Good, Dave. What's up? I uh, just wanted to say uh, uh, one. Uh, what's up, Cuz? To you and Hugh. Uh, Hugh, I'm glad you're here. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you. Dave, could you could you either, could you either turn you, your could you turn your radio your, down? Right, hold, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we got a lot going on. <laughs> Dave, I mean, come on. I heard it at first, and I thought it was just my ears. And then when I heard Hugh talk to himself, I said, "No, no, we got to get off speakerphone or, or turn the radio down." Pete in Los Angeles, ready to go. What's Pete. up, Pete? We'll come back to Dave. Guess who's back? No, I'm just kidding. Um, how you guys doing? Good, Pete. What's up? Uh. I really have a problem with the whole uh, Hassan Reddick thing. Okay. Um, I, I'm not worried about him. I, I'm okay letting him go. I'm not saying I'm, I'm a temple guy, so yeah. I do enjoy the fact that what he did. But, Hugh, do you think uh, – I'm going to ask you. Do you think we should keep him or, for a certain amount of money, or what's your opinion? I think that if if he's willing, if he's trying to get a pay raise, then then we are willing to move on from him. I think that's exactly. that's the case. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, what else we got brewing on? Well, we here? got a lot brewing. What, what you got growing on over there? What are you doing today, Pete? What you doing, Pete? Uh, technically, you really want to know what I'm doing? I really, I, yes. As long really as it's radio know. friendly, you tell yeah, us. As long as you don't use no cuss words. Smoky crack <laughs> is like a great high. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, ordering. Um, my one sister-in-law works for the wonderful company, so I'm going to order flowers for my mother-in-law. Okay. That's oh, that's nice. That's nice of you. Time. That's nice. Well, you, I think, Pete, you're serving as a reminder to our entire audience to make sure you're up on your gifts, flowers, cards. For, ba- for Valentine's. Chocolates, whatever you, uh, whatever you do for the tomorrow. And, Joe, I, I know you guys aren't the biggest golfers in the world, but uh, where I work, I work at uh, Riviera Country Club at mm-hmm. the Palisades, and they're having the Genesis Open. And basically, it's my girlfriend's birthday and Valentine's Day in the same week. This is this week. Oh, so you, that, was you a tough, that was a tough thing for Hugh, for, Hugh for me. Mm-hmm. That was a tough time uh, 10 years ago when I first met her because I asked her, what do you want? She's like, well, I like one of those Burberry wallets. I go, well, that dog ain't going to hunt. <laughs> so you've been with her for 10 years and you ain't had to get married? How you pull that off? Uh, well, it was a G-rated show, so I can't say that. Oh, my bad. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, a lot of girth. So, so, Pete, hold on. Are you are you going to the go- are you working the golf tournament this weekend or are you spending time with her for Valentine's or your birthday, or her birthday? Because that's a, that's a tricky spot. I'm, I'm uh, tomorrow... Uh, Working the uh, pro am. That's the only day I work. The rest of the time, Wendy, I haven't told you guys this, but I guess my little divulge. Wendy worked for CAA. Oh, CAA, yeah, got it. Creative artists, basically. So we, yeah, basically we VIP the whole time. Oh, well, that that's pretty fun, Peter. Next time we gotta, I gotta start hitting you up for some golf bets if you're around the tour. Because I, I mean, I now the football's over. I gotta, I gotta hit on something. I gotta hit him up for something else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, and uh, we love you too, Pete. My call. You got Bye-bye. it, Pete. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on that, Hill? I mean, Pete's a great caller. Great caller. I, I but it's just I, I I feel like it's me a little bit because we have a we have a uh, <laughs> if you know I'm going with this, don't you, Joe? I just feel like we we have a. At at the, at the midday show, we have a, a nice little party group. Yeah, that's a, that, we have a party group. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the best way it's to a describe kinship, it. Like minds, U- unique yeah. group of callers. Yes, I would yeah. say. yes. I think my favorite part of that was like, when he asked you what you talked about for four hours today. Like, <laughs> you, what are your thoughts? What's on, your opinion on yeah. the main topic of your show today? I uh, I I have no. Like I said, everyone that has called and has had a unique perspective, I can truly relate to them. Like, because I, you know, what I mean, I, I I just can't. It's like it's almost like. Kindred spirits are starting to call the midday show. I'm also I, I find it fascinating when we find out what our callers and listeners do for a living. Like I find it like sometimes people think what we do is cool, and it is cool. But like I'm I think it's cool to find out what regular people do that listen to us. Like what are you guys doing while you listen? Meanwhile, we got Pete over here working the, the the golf outing. Yeah, and he's he's having a good time. And then we have some people that that like to to medicate on on occasion. <laughs> yeah, are we sure he's working right now? I, yeah, well, I mean he said I don't he know. He will be working. Okay. I mean he seems like a functional individual to me. But you could just tell like we have an eclectic group of individuals that like to call them to my to the to the show. And I appreciate that immensely. I mean, I really do, because I don't feel alone now. <laughs> I really don't feel alone. Hugh feels at home. You guys made him feel at home. <laughs> and Dave. Hugh Douglas just keeps working. He does. I'm just saying, man, I, I feel at home now. I really what's, do. What's up, Dave and Hatton Heights? We got you back now. 
How you guys doing? Sorry, I had to turn off my uh, speakerphone. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, I, I like listening to you, but I didn't need to hear him. You know, say the same thing twice. Dave, what are you thinking here today? <laughs> uh, so one, I got you, Big Hugh. I'm I'm glad you're back here. Appreciate got, you. Got got a tiny bone to pick with you though, cause what I do? Yo, when I was at the Haddon Heights game, I was like, yo, let me go get my jersey. I ran 12 blocks, came back, and you were gone, man. Oh, I wanted that no. That that ain't my fault. <laughs> No, it because it was time. I was I on the clock. I got you. Got, this is up and running. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Like a whole hour. I know. I know. Dave, I think I you know. had to run faster. That was the problem. If you ran faster, that's the thing, yeah, yeah, I'm never getting picked for any team in, in Philadelphia. That's for sure. All right, well, Dave, it's, at some point we'll do an outing with the show. We'll get you there, and uh, he will sign your jersey. Then we'll make it work. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so uh, I think we should keep uh, Reddick. That was one of my things. Uh, I just don't see us getting anything in return for him a second round isn't good enough for me what what are we getting the unknown you know what i mean like i I think he's just a serviceable player that that puts up great stats for us and what are we going to get someone that's not i I mean i don't know what you're getting there yeah well you get a you get a pick that could be cheap and good for four years but obviously dave that requires how we making the right pick i mean that that's that whole thing yeah well i mean we know how that goes all you know it's not always uh we're not always getting a good pick all the time from him. No, Dave, you're right. Dave, what do you think about the Phillies? You want Montgomery? I do want Montgomery. I think that we need him in the rotation uh, for sure. We definitely need another starter. And, uh, you know, I think we're a little light there in that, in that position. I really think that that was our Achilles heel in the uh, playoffs, honestly. Uh, well, they really, there. they tried to just roll with three starters really last year and it worked out the first couple rounds, but then they, you know, they ran into problems against Arizona. That's and that's the problem with me. I, I I'm not huge on the bullpen game. That's not my thing. I don't I don't like to you know roll the dice on a bullpen game, especially when, you know. And uh, that's that's my thing. Um, I do like the uh, I do like the uh, the Spencer uh, Turnbull. Turnbull, pickup, yeah, think. that was an interesting signing. There, I think it flew under the radar. And Dave, we appreciate it, man. Because the, they, they signed him, what, on Super Bowl Sunday? The uh-huh. They signed Spencer yeah, Turnbull? Yeah. yeah. Now, he's a guy that had some promise a few years ago. He was actually drafted by Dombrowski in, in Detroit, so they have a history there. And, yeah, I think he's quality depth. He could be the seventh or eighth starter or sixth starter, depending on how he pitches this year in AAA. But I just keep looking at the rotation, and I just like it so much better with Jordan Montgomery. You got Wheeler, you got Nola, you got Suarez, you have Taiwan Walker, and you have Christopher Sanchez, and that's fine. But if anybody gets hurt or there's anyone that has it, like Christopher Sanchez, are we sure he's going to be really good for a full season? We, he's never mm, done that. No, no. And, and plus, you you talk about the depth. That, yeah. That's probably the most important thing that we're talking about. We, we still haven't figured out the closing situation yet, though. No, I th- and I, my guess is they're probably willing to just kind of roll with Like close it by committee? Yes, again. and I think that could work. But that I just think, think about the rotation you put Montgomery. You have Wheeler and then whatever. Montgomery, Nola, Nola, Montgomery, then Walker. The, you know, or then Suarez, then Walker's your five, and Christopher Sanchez that's is your nice, depth. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that I mean, good. that's that's a rotation to me that that could win. You know, well over ninety games. Joe in the Northeast, what's up, Joe? Hey, Joe, you how you doing? Hey, what's Joe, going on, man? Uh, you and we'll, I'll put you back on the Eagles. Big Red's your coach. You're coming in to work at the Novacare Complex, and you got an Eagles fan out there with a sign uh, that's kind of detrimental to Big Red. Mm-hmm. Well, would you keep uh, driving through uh, you, or would you stop and uh, and challenge the guy? No, I would keep driving. I mean, you know, right. the the one thing that I I believe in is everybody has their opinion. Even it doesn't have to always jive with mine. Hell, I work with a guy that's a contrarian every day, and Kyle Quinn. Like we we don't agree most times. 
But, you know, I respect his opinion, so no, I wouldn't do anything about that. You know, Kyle's why, an idiot. Why I, threw, why I threw that out there was every everybody's favorite, Jason Kelsey, he stopped and gave the guy a hard time. You know, I don't. I, I didn't forget about that. I have a, a memory like an elephant. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember the guy called in. And, you know, Kelsey's been through the years a company man. You know, I remember when they went and asked him about certain personnel news. Well, he's always sticking up for... For the organization, yeah, you know? Joe, you're and, right. You're right. You go back yeah, through all the coaches. He's defended yeah, all the coaches. Yep. Let's let's make a decision. You playing or you're not playing. You know, I'm t- I'm really tired of these Kelsey guys. You know, you saw his brother. You know, at, uh, uh, after the celebration, you know, trying to sing Viva Las Vegas. You know, yeah, that was rough. And, you know, he, that was you know, rough say, on the stage yeah, there. Yeah, he always wants to be the the big show and you know Kelsey with the mummers thing you know so like I said there you I heard you talk yesterday about the backtracking with with the with the linemen Mm -hmm. and you know in all big games um Mahomes not just because beat you with his arm he beat you with his legs Mm -hmm. He, he did that to the Eagles uh, and 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 our Super Bowl game so in this in the first half they were catching him from behind Couple, they twice at least they got him. You know, like you were saying about that tracking. Mm-hmm. What happened if you if you saw what happened in the second half when he got away a couple times? Were they out of the, You know, were they not doing that, or did he made an adjustment? But uh, you know, he 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 was the leading rusher for for the uh, for, for Kansas City. Yeah, it was remarkable. I mean, he, he had the two big runs in, in late in the game. Joe, Bag we appreciate breakers. it. The, the fourth breakers. and one was a back. Like, that That would have been the game. I mean, if they stopped him there, they win the Super Bowl. Backbreakers. But that a long one, it was just like the Eagles game last year. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know what's funny? I'm still stuck on the, the company, man. I think I've never, since I've been here, never heard anybody refer to Kelsey as like that company man thing he has been when when there's a crisis he tries to tell everyone to calm down this guy knows what he's doing doug sirianni uh, andy back in the day yeah. chip there's a history there it's not a bad thing right i mean yeah kind of it's not a bad thing let I me mean, ask you guys a question man, I, so he he, he, he made uh, a bad thing so. all right <laughs> i'm sure the eagles don't think it's a bad thing he's putting fires out all right, let me ask you guys this. So he mentioned if you were playing and there was someone with a sign as you were driving and said that you know andy's clueless or whatever would you stop how about now? You, nah. you're, you're driving to work. There, no, no. There's a Rod, Rod Lake and his clueless sign. Would you stop or you just keep driving? <laughs> no, I would. I would. I wouldn't stop because everybody's like everybody. The one thing that since I've been doing this that I've learned is no matter how I try to frame whatever I say, people always hear what they want to hear. <laughs> that's true. Like though, though, and, and you know, what, and that's why Kyle. To that point, that's why a lot of times I stutter. Because I'm trying to frame it in a way I hear where people can understand yep. it, right? <laughs> and even even yesterday, when we were talking, perfect example, we were talking about, say, I I, I made a bad analogy to, to parents arguing. I get on my Twitter account, somebody said on my Twitter account that I'm condoning domestic violence. No, you meant an argument, a verbal it, it, the argument. Verbal, I said a verbal argument. Yeah, I, know, I, said, I know what you said. You know what I mean? I speak somebody you, took that and said that I'm condoning Domestic, I'm like, dog, it's an argument. An argument. Everybody has it. Every, every married couple, couple has arguments, and that's what I was comparing it to. But then somebody heard domestic violence. So that's why it's like let people have their opinions because it's no matter how many times I, I crack this mic and say what I say and I try to be clear and concise, damn it, you're going to hear what you want to hear anyway.